One of them is riding a paint horse. Oh, oh, okay, Bob. Oh, oh, oh. Exxon Bolivar. What in places are you doing here? You'll find out soon enough, mister. Tonto won't find Lawman. You're looking for the sheriff? Uh, the sheriff? Say, what's up? Why would the Redskin come here for the sheriff? The hearty cry of Hi-Yo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Now to continue our story. When Bolivar Bates and Hacksaw Hastings stopped at the Lazy End Ranch, they discovered that its young foreman, Steve Manners, had written an incriminating letter several years before. The letter was held by an outlaw, Morgan Hanley, who threatened Steve with exposure unless he stole a thousand head of his employer's cattle. Bolivar and Hacksaw set out to find the Lone Ranger. Hanley gave Steve one week to decide whether or not to obey his orders. On the sixth day, the two men quarreled. And that evening, Morgan went to the cafe in town. Now, as our second act opens, we see Bolivar and Hacksaw as they approach the door of the cafe. Get Morgan's inside, Bolivar. I'll push back the door and see. There he is. He's standing right at the end of the bar. You go on and talk to him. Come on in. There ain't nothing to be afraid of. If he gets tough, we'll just give him a steely look about. Yeah. Howdy, friend. Your name, Morgan? Huh? How'd you fellas know my name? Shucks, we know a heap more than that about you. Don't we, Hexel? That we do. Yeah? But maybe we hadn't ought to talk where anybody can hear us. Say, what are you two old goats getting at? What's that you called us? Careful there, mister. Get the places away from here. I ain't got the time or the mind to do any talking with a couple of tramps like you fellas. Why, can't son, you're a hide I... Well, come along, Hacksaw. 
I reckon he ain't interested in now knowing about that letter of Steve's he's got. What's that? Yeah, Bolivar. I figured maybe he was the kind of fellow we could do business with. Just hold don't... on. What's that you said about a letter? You uh, willing to talk? We can't do no talking here. We'll go over to that table there in the corner. Sounds like he's changed his tune, Bolivar. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I don't know what your game is, but by golly, I'm going to find out. Me and my partner just had a notion you could use some help. And get the candy you want without half so much trouble. Sit down. Sure, sure. Now talk and talk fast. How come you know about that letter? Steve told us. Why? You better that... tell him the rest of it, Bolivar, before he gets the wrong ID. I reckon I had. He looks mad enough to bust. The rest of what? Well, it's like this. Steve told us, on account of we had a letter mighty like yours. And we had the same notion you had. Only we went there looking for cash, as we wouldn't know what to do with cows if he gave them to us. How'd you get hold of any such letter? You see that engine sitting at that table all alone? Yeah? He's got a friend, a masked fella. An outlaw, huh? Well, some fellas call him that. Go on, keep talking. He knew Steve when he was an outlaw, just like you did. And he had a letter to prove it. Well, I'll be... So when we done him a favor once, he gave us the letter. And you fellas are trying to get cash from Steve Hurt? That was the notion we had. We went to him, and when we told him about it, he was fit to be tied. So then we got the idea you and us could work together. How do you figure that? Steve uh, put up quite a fuss when you asked him for that thousand head, didn't he? And what if he did? We was thinking maybe you went about it the wrong way. What you want to do is to ask for just a little at first to get him used to the idea how easy it is to steal. Yeah? And then when he's give you maybe 50 head or sold cattle, come on back with that letter we got and ask for the thousand. Say, maybe you fellas ain't as dumb as you look. <laughs> Shucks, we just look that way a purpose. If folks savvied how downright slick we was, uh, they'd be afeard of us. That they would, mister. But how do I know you're telling the truth? Steve wouldn't have told us about the letter you got. Lesson we knew something too, would he? Maybe not. And besides, we'll show you the letter. The engine can tell you where we got it. And what do you fellas want out of this? We ain't asking for much. We can't get cash from Steve, so you can take cattle and pay us when you've sold it. Yeah. Hey, where are you going? I'm going to check that engine's story with yours. And I'm going to have a look at that letter. And if you've been talking straight, maybe we can do business. and talked to Tonto, and then agreed to the plan outlined by Bolivar and Hacksaw. The next morning, he rode to the Lazy Inn, dismounted, and rapped on the ranch house door. (laughs) That was a slick scheme, all right, that them two old coots thought up. But if they think they're going to get their share after we're done, they got a mighty big surprise coming. What in blazes is keeping Steve? So there you are. I've been looking for you. Come on in. You made up your mind yet? Yep. Well? I ain't giving you nothing. You... You ain't? I'll tell you why. I can't let no thousand head go. If I did, the boss would show us the devil savvy something was wrong. But you've got to... Besides, there was two other fellas here with a letter I wrote. If I pay you off, well, i got to pay them too. I ain't asking for no thousand head. Huh? (laughs) No, I changed my mind. 
Give me 50 and the letter's yours. That's some difference. What's more, I'll give you my word them two fellas won't ask you for nothing. You mean that? I know them two old coots, and I ain't letting them interfere with my game. And you'll give me the letter you got just for 50 head? That's what I said, ain't it? 50 head wouldn't be hard to cover up. Of course it wouldn't. And that's a heap better than having me show folks that letter. But I don't know. I ain't giving you no more time. You sure those fellas won't trouble me? You just leave them to me. And... And I'll do it. <laughs> I thought you'd have some sense. I'll send some of my boys around just as soon as it gets dark to collect them cows. I'll be waiting for them. Good. I'll be seeing you later. Yeah. <laughs> Hacksaw and Bolivar won't come around with that second letter. But I ain't said that I wouldn't. <laughs> just wait till Steve sees it's me that's got it instead of them. Get up there. Come on, get up there. That evening, Morgan, Hacksaw, and Bolivar sat astride their horses, watching the approach of a small herd of cattle. The men hazing the cattle along turned them toward the corrals of the old Kramer place that Morgan had purchased. The outlaw looked at his two companions and chuckled. <laughs> well, there they are. Fifty head of cattle for nothing. Told you it worked, didn't we? You give Steve that letter your hand? Yeah, but I give him my word you fellas wouldn't trouble him none. <laughs> but I never promised I wouldn't. Morgan's near as smooth a customer as us, ain't he, Hacksaw? Yeah, but it took us to show him what to do. But shucks, you can't expect everybody to have our brains. You gonna talk to Steve tonight, Morgan? Uh-huh. I don't want to give him the chance to do any thinking. Them was Jeb Stewart's tactics. Keep the enemy on the run without letting them get collected. What's tactics, Bolivar? Why, it's, uh, uh it's the, uh, the... Oh, don't show your ignorance, Hacksaw. Now that Steve's seen how easy it is to give me the cows he did, he ain't going to put up so near so much fuss when I ask for more. You'd better be getting home. <laughs> I'm going right now. Hey, fellas, start branding them cows. Take your running irons and fix them up to look like box Z stuff. We'll get right at it, boss. Get up there, come on. Get up there. Get up there. Well, there he goes to see Steve. <laughs> yep, we'll give him a head start. And then I reckon we'll tag along after to see the fireworks. <laughs> Morgan, with the second letter in his pocket, rode swiftly to the Lazy M. There he found Steve standing in front of the house. What'd you come back for, Morgan? <laughs> we still got more business, Steve. Look here. What are you up to now? I just wanted to show you this other letter. So what are you trying... And for this one, I'm asking a thousand head of cattle like before. You Now, don't stop to... using your language too free. It'll be just the worst for you. You said this other letter would never be used. <laughs> you must have misheard me, Steve. I'm downright sorry if you got me wrong. But all I said was that Bolivar and Hacksaw wouldn't come around with it. I should have known better than to believe anything you say. But all you gotta do is give me the cows I want, and then our business is done for good. We... You better step over closer to the corner of the house. I wouldn't want to be seen talking to you. Yeah. This will do all right. Now, what about it? You going to give me that thousand head, or do I have to show folks his letter? I, I guess uh, you recollect what it says, all right. I ought to. I wrote it, didn't I? I knew that as soon as I seen it. You mean I ain't got no choice at all? 
You won't settle it some other way? I told you my terms. Well, this is blackmail. Sure it is. And what are you going to do about it? I don't know. But I ain't going to let you Who's get away. Who's that coming? One of them is riding a paint horse. Oh, 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 what in places are you doing here? You'll find out soon enough, mister. Tonto won't find lawman. You're looking for the sheriff? Uh, the sheriff? Say, what's up? Why would the redskin come here for the sheriff? Because I was just standing around the corner of the house to hear what you had to say. And we heard everything. You did you to hear enough, sheriff? I sure did. You're going to jail, Morgan. Steve, you blasted fool. Yeah? I'll show him the letter. Sheriff Steve's a crook, and I can prove it by this letter here. That letter don't interest me none. But, but Steve wrote it. You ain't denying it, are you, Steve? <laughs> no. Morgan, <laughs> I know what's in that letter already. <laughs> I ought to. I was with him yesterday when the mask fella told Steve what to write. The mask man? Yep, it was his idea. He had Steve write the letter, then rub it in some dirt so it wouldn't look too recent. And you fell for it, Morgan. I was tricked. You tricked plenty. But Steve's a crook. I had a letter he wrote back in Montana. I don't know anything about that. I ain't seen it. He, he must have torn it up. Then there ain't nothing I can do about it. Uh, Tonto, uh, tell him what happened back to his place. <laughs> Deputy, get other fella. They rounded up the whole bunch? <laughs> Not right. We see him change brand. And that's another charge against you, Morgan. I was tipped off that maybe you had your fellas changing the brand on some lazy end cows, and then they caught you at it. I, I got them from Steve. Is that right, Steve? He's got to prove it. But, but you gave them to me. like you can't, Morgan. Well, you're coming along with me. Steve, I told you to listen to what that masked fella said, didn't I? If it wasn't for him and you fellas, I don't know what I'd have done. Well, you treated us white, so we've done the best we could for you. And, Jane... You ain't holding none of this against me, are you? Of course not, Steve. I understand more about this than you think. Thank heaven for that. Look out was... for Morgan! You ain't gonna get me! Get him off! He's running for his heart! You look. Mask friend catch him. Got him now. By <laughs> golly, our mask friend was just waiting for him to make a break. Stay where you are, Morgan. This time I got you covered. It looks as though if it weren't for the mask man, he'd have got away anyhow. We owe him a lot, Steve. time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. I found it! I found it! Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. 30 years I've been looking and I found it at last. What is it, Ben? What's happened? What's that you're carrying, Ben? It's like it rich. Now come on inside the cafe, fellas, and I'll tell you all about it. I want to know what it is. Right now, I'm the luckiest fellow in the state. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.